You are listening to a Sunday sermon from St. Thomas Episcopal Church in Bellevue, Washington. We are a community that seeks God's presence, serves Christ in others, and grows together in our faith. Welcome to our podcast. The following sermon was preached on the fifth Sunday after the Epiphany, February 7, 2021, by the Reverend Lex Breckenridge, Rector at St. Thomas.
Conflict so often at the heart of Jesus' healing ministry. Suffering person comes to Jesus, and Jesus reaches out to touch the person and heal him like a miracle happens. In fact, the great majority of the healing stories in the Gospels involve Jesus' touch of the person in need. So here we are this morning in this first of these healing stories in Mark in which Jesus' touch is significant. It happens at the end of what must have been a pretty long day. A day that began with the story last week in which Jesus goes to the synagogue on the Sabbath and heals a man who had been overcome by an unclean spirit. This first healing story shows that Jesus comes to oppose everything that's life denied, everything and anything that can rob one of God's children of wholeness and abundance of life. Now we meet him this morning, he and his friends, as they've left the synagogue and arrive at the end of the day at the home of Peter's uh, mother-in-law. And they find that Peter's mother-in-law is sick in bed with a fever. Let's take a moment and uh, follow up on this brief detail. Peter has a mother-in-law, which means Peter is married. That's right. The one who's recognized as the first pope is Mary. Now, I'll let you draw your own conclusions on what that means for the history of the church going forward. But one observation I make is that it normalizes Peter. He was Mary, which means he had a wife. And if he had a wife, it means they undoubtedly had an occasional disagreement and all the other stuff that goes along with normal people in normal marriages. Peter, like the other disciples, wasn't a superhero, just a normal human being like you and me. So back to our story. Peter's mother-in-law, Jesus is told, is in bed with a fever. And here's what happens next. He came and took her by the hand and lifted her up. Then the fever left her, and she began to serve He took her hand. He lifted her up, and she was healed. The power of touch, the power of human connection. God's healing grace flowing through Jesus and into Peter's mother-in-law. You know, the image that brings to mind is the electric circuit. The circuit has to be joined. The circuit has to be connected before energy can flow. And one of the greatest privileges of my ministry is when I'm with a person who's suffering. I'm invited to lay hands on them. I anoint them forward with oil. And then with both hands on their head, I say these words from the Book of Common Prayer. I lay my hands upon you in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, beseeching you to uphold you and feed you with his grace, that you may know the healing power of his love. I can tell you in that moment something happened. That something has zero to do with me. Zero. The 
is for sure that grace enters that room, light of some kind enters that room. That's really all I know about. Those prayerful words and that anointing and that touch make space for something to happen. So back to our story. The last and very important detail here is Jesus lifted up Peter's mother in law and told the fever left her and she began to serve them. She began to serve them. Now, let's be real clear about something here. This isn't menial service we're talking about here. This isn't a woman serving the boys. The Greek word that's used here for serve is diakonia, the root word for deacon. Peter's mother-in-law becomes the first deacon. And she takes the initiative. She understands without being told that that healing leads to service. Jesus lifts her up. By the way, the Greek verb agario that's used here is the same verb used later in Mark's gospel to describe Jesus' resurrection. The consequence of being lifted up is the call to serve. I think we might even say here that her deacon's work is the beginning of the gospel. Now, Peter and the other boys won't come to understand that until Easter. Remember, they don't want to be servant to each other. They don't want to be servant to anybody. They want to argue about who's the greatest and who gets to sit on Jesus' right and on his left in the kingdom. They don't get that Jesus, the Son of Man, comes not to be served, but to serve and to give his life for all. Peter's mother-in-law on the other hand gets it right away. Now let's conclude by observing that this healing and this call to service happened in the house. This almost certainly points to the earliest Christian communities, the church, which happened in people's homes. The Christian community is a social community. It's a social community that happens in social space. In dayliness and ordinariness in small ways. And this dear woman is really a mystical revelation of what real Christian discipleship is all about. You know, the story of the healing of Peter's mother in law is really a look at the kingdom of heaven in real time. Healing and wholeness leading to serving others in community. The kingdom of heaven is here, and it's also coming. It's both now and not yet. And holding these realities in tension offers us hope in the present moment and hope in the future. Soon and very soon, the old gospel song puts it, we will all be healed. Soon and very soon, we'll all be back together again. Soon and very soon, we will all be serving together again. Soon and very soon.
For more information about St. Thomas Episcopal Church, please visit our website at www.stthomasmedina.org.